what's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the Fort Worth Music Academy podcast. Actually, officially, this is the first ever Fort Worth Music Academy podcast. We have uh, officially rebranded. We were the Fort Worth Guitar Academy, and now we are the Fort Worth Music Academy. And I am broadcasting this both via audio through the podcast as well as through video on my YouTube channel. If you just search Eric Barassa Guitar on YouTube, you can watch me do the talking. I don't know why you would want to, uh, other than when I'm going to go into the uh, the chords. So before I get into that, let's do just a little bit of school news. Here's what's happening at Fort Worth Music Academy. We have a show coming up with the Cutthroat Finches on Sunday, February the 23rd. We've got 10 students that are going to be performing with this awesome professional DFW area band. Um, I love these guys. I love their music. And uh, it's really cool to be able to give our students an opportunity. I wish I could take credit for the idea, but a friend of mine who's very entrepreneurial in nature, Zach, said, hey, you know what would be really cool? I mean, it's great that you guys are doing lessons, you kids on stage. What if you did some kind of a collaboration where you got them to actually perform with a real live band? And uh, I was like, wow, that's, uh, that's a great idea. So we, uh, we made it happen, and Sean Russell, the, the singer and headmaster of Cutthroat Finches, was nice enough to agree to do that. So that's going to be happening Sunday, February 23rd. At, um, at Mass, the main at Southside. That's a pretty awesome venue here in Fort Worth. Okay, um, other than that, oh, uh, on Sunday, March the 1st, we're going to be having a Kids Rock concert at the Ridgely Lounge. Um, and I feel like there's something else important I'm missing, but no matter, it's time to get into Music Theory Part Two. That's our subject for today. Last time in Music Theory Part One, we covered um, what? What on earth did we cover? We covered uh, triads. We covered um, scales, the major scale, how to build the major scale, and how the chords fit with them. So today, I want to expand upon that and get into seventh chords. So why are seventh chords awesome? All you're doing is adding one note to a triad, and I've actually got my guitar to demonstrate today as well, so you can kind of hear these. Examples. If you played um, a G major triad, it would sound like this. Root, third, and fifth. And if you put those three notes together, it sounds like this. Okay? Um, pretty cool. Now, if I add the major seventh, and then I play all of those together, we get kind of um, this sound. Whoa, very different. So it just gives you a different color. Um, we can also add the minor seventh to it. Kind of that bluesy sound. Um, we could also add the minor seventh to a minor triad. Pretty nifty, okay? So let's, let's go through those. We're going to cover the major seventh chord, the dominant seventh chord, the minor seventh chord, as well as the diminished seventh chord and the half diminished seventh chord, um, also known as minor seven flat five. Uh, and I just realized there is a fork sitting here. So if you were watching the video, we have a fork. Bye bye fork. Fork is gone. Okay. Um, root third fifth for G major is GBD. To add the major seventh, 
um, this is going to be how many steps in in the scale? Well, it's this it's the seventh degree in the G major scale. So G A B C D E F sharp. Okay. You can also think we're going up an octave from your root note G, and then you just drop down a half step. And that is your major seventh interval. Um, another way we could think of it is it is one, two, three, four, five and a half steps. Okay? So you go five whole steps and then you go one additional half step. That is how far it takes to get to the major seventh. Um, it also takes three licks to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. Now, if we're thinking about just going up from the fifth, it's it's a major third up from the fifth. Okay? So um, it gives us a very pretty sound. And that's going to be used over chords one and four in the scale. Um, I should probably turn my guitar a little bit so people watching the video can see what I am doing here. Uh, and then... If we go to the dominant seventh chord, this is the five chord in the key. And this would be up five whole steps from the root. It's also up a minor third from the fifth. If that doesn't make sense, you can um, email me, info at fortworthguitaracademy.com. We haven't switched the email over yet. Soon you'll be able to use info at fortworthmusicacademy.com, but right now it's still info at fortworthguitaracademy.com. You can also um, message me on or comment on YouTube or you can message me on Instagram uh, or, you know, one of those platforms. Facebook. Uh, lots of ways to connect. Almost overwhelming. <laughs> All right. Um, you can also call 817-420-6462 to get your questions answered. Uh, and all of this information is in my book, The Guitar Survival Guide, which is available for free for free to our current students. They have access to the online course as well as to the book. Now, the dominant seventh chord um, is over the five chord, okay? So that covers the two kinds of major um, triad plus sevenths in the key. So the one chord in G major seven would be a G, um, a G major 7. The 4 chord would be a C major 7. And the 5 chord would be a D7. And then we can resolve that to G. Wow, doesn't that sound nice? So instead of just doing regular chords like this... Nothing wrong with that at all, but you want a little bit more color, we do the seventh chords, G major seven, C major seven, D seven, G major. All right, so now let's talk about the minor chords. The two, the three, and the six in uh, a major scale are minor chords, and they just become minor seventh chords, and that's the next seventh chord we want to talk about. So if we play a G minor triad, G, B flat, D, or like this. I know it sounded the same, but for those watching the video, um, we just add a minor seventh. And again, that's five steps, five whole steps up from the root. So in this case, that would be an F. So we've got G, B flat, D, and F. Okay. And um, then we could just do that same. Oh, sorry. So that would be starting on G, but in the key of G major, we would do that over the A minor, the uh, B minor, and the E minor. So like this. 
The nice thing is on the guitar, it's the same shape every time. On the piano, um, the A minor 7 and the E minor 7 will look the same, but the B minor 7 will look a little different because it's got the F sharp, so you'll have a black key in there. Okay, so here's A minor, B minor, and E minor. Here's A minor 7, B minor 7, E minor 7. It just adds a little bit of color, and the cool thing is the minor 7 uh, chord is the most easily interchangeable one. So if you're playing a song and you want your minor chord to go minor 7, boom, go for it. The major 7 and the dominant 7, that's going to have a little bit more effect on the feel of the song, whereas the minor 7, in my opinion, just kind of enhances whatever is happening. Now, the last one in the key is the minor 7 flat 5, and this happens over chord number 7, which we learned in part 1 of this um, series is a diminished triad. So in the key of G major, chord 7 is F sharp diminished. Okay, so that's going to be like this. F sharp AC, and then we just add an E to it. All we're doing is adding a minor seventh to that guy. Um, bum, ba, dum, ba, dum, bam. Okay. Wow, this podcast has already run kind of long, and I'm already reaching the, uh, like, ending music. <laughs> I apologize. This is, like, super off the cuff and very unprofessional of me. Um, I should be cutting and editing. But by golly, with this podcast must get out today. All right. Um... So F sharp minor seven flat five. It's a it's a minor seven arpeggio with a flat five. It sounds complicated, but what I like about it is that it is what it says it is. A minor seven arpeggio with a flat five. Okay. Um, so now if we go through and, and it's a little bit easy more pleasing on the ears. So like if I play um, an F sharp diminished triad, uh, it sounds like this. But if I play F sharp minor 7 flat 5, it's a little bit more palatable. It creates a little less tension on the ears. So it just depends on what, what kind of an effect you want to go for there. So in the key of G major, we have the 1 chord is major 7, the 2 is minor 7, the 3 is minor 7, the 4 is major 7, the 5 is dominant 7, the 6 is minor 7, and the 7 is minor 7 flat 5. Okay, and uh, here's here's the difference. So here's just our major chords in the key of G. We got a G major, A minor, B minor, C major, D major, E minor, and F sharp diminished. Okay, now if we were to, let's see, there's another way I can play that, actually. That's a better sounding F sharp diminished. Uh, a little bit fuller. So now let's turn those into our seventh chords. We got G major seven, A minor seven, B minor seven, C major seven, D seven. So D seven is, you could also call D dominant seven, but we just typically call it D seven. E minor seven, and F sharp minor seven flat five, and resolve to G. Pretty cool. So if I take like a chord progression like G, A minor, C, D. Um, and I just turn that A minor into A minor 7. Check this out. 
it doesn't have a big effect on the sound. Um, it just it kind of enhances it. Now, if I change the uh, <clears throat> the C chord to C major seven, also we get this. That had a bit more of an effect. And then if I change the G uh, to a G major seven, also we get this. Whoa, dang, that had a big effect on the sound. So it's nice to just be able to have that flexibility and know when and where you can swap out those chords and go to um, the, the seventh chords, right? You know, however you want to do it. Okay, so I'm going to wrap it up there for today because we're at like the 13-minute mark. I like to try to keep these bad boys under 15 minutes. I'll expand a little bit more on that. What questions do you have was this confusing? Probably. Um, just because, not because you guys don't get it, but because I didn't do a really great job of explaining it. Um, but let me know what questions you have, and I will uh, do my best to address them properly, either in another video or in the next podcast. Um, info at fortworthguitaracademy.com, 817-420-6462. You can also find us at Fort Worth Music Academy on Instagram. You can find me at Eric underscore the underscore Barassa um, on Instagram. You can also find us just by searching for us on Facebook and at fortworthmusicacademy.com. Um, I'm going to be interviewing some local business owners for some upcoming podcasts, so I'd love to know what you guys would like to hear. I am going to start just interviewing people that own businesses that I'm a big fan of. Like, I'll probably interview the owner of my gym, the owner of the comic book store I go to every week, um, I might maybe try to get the owner of Nothing Bunt Cakes, uh, Studio Movement, you know, places that I and my family regularly visit that we're, we're just a part of in, in the community. Uh, so let me know what you think. Hope you guys have a great day and happy 2020. See you at the studio.